Welcome back to another episode of Sales Transformation brought to you by Ledium. In today's episode, we have the legendary Dale Dupree back on the show to discuss the importance of playing the long game in sales and finding leaders who believe in your success. So grab a cup of coffee and get ready to be inspired. Colin, the floor is yours. All right, welcome back to another episode of Sales Transformation brought to you by Ledium. I'm your host, Colin Mitchell, and we've got the legendary Dale Dupree back on the show again. Dale, give people a quick background on yourself. I know in the last episode, we talked a lot about some of the, um, you know, we talked a lot about the lessons that you learned from your father. We also talked about how to stand out in the sales process, and we've got some exciting things uh, planned out for today, but give people a quick yeah, background. Yeah, I appreciate that, Colin. So Dale Dupree, founder, leader of the Sales Rebellion. Uh, my history starts back in music. Uh, at 17 years old, I got signed to a major record label and toured in a band. Uh, you can just Google my name and band and you'll find me, I promise. And <laughs> so I spent a good amount of time doing that. And eventually I ended up in the copier sales space, which is kind of a weird transition, right? But actually it was my dad's company that I went to work for. I spent four years under his mentorship and, and then ended up getting acquired. And that's when my rocket ship career began. Things went nuts. I broke every record in the book, did a bunch of crazy stuff and ultimately became known as the copier warrior which was my way of differentiating myself in a very crowded, vanilla, generic sales space to be able to become something that people could recognize and ultimately lean on in order to be able to gain what it is that they desired inside of their organizations when it came to purchasing the, the equipment that we were providing for these groups in the first place. So I did that for 13 years. I went from rep to major account rep to manager to VP of sales, did the whole run, and then they started this company in 2019 and i've been chilling and doing that ever since it it, it all started in a van and it, back in the van again right <laughs> it's very true it's very true a L- little bit of a different van environment and experience though i'd imagine yeah the the van that I'm in now has children in it <laughs> well i i guess ultimately so did the other van too right but, they're my children this time, legitimately. Although I was the legal guardian for our drummer for one tour because he was 17 and I was 21 at the time, right? And I <laughs> felt for him because when I went on tour at 17, I had to have a legal guardian too. <laughs> uh, good times. Yeah. Um, well, today I want to, you know, in the last episode, which we're going to drop in the show notes so that everybody can check that out if they missed it. You know, we talked a lot about some of the incredible lessons that you learned from your father. We talked about how to do some very uh, out of the box things in the sales process, specifically around proposal. Um, but I'm just kind of curious to get your thoughts on, you know, what are some things that people are doing well in sales today? Because, you know, I think for you and I, we surround ourselves with like people that are doing things well. So it's kind of, um, you can kind of get stuck in that bubble and not realize like there's still a lot of people that are doing thing in sales, doing things in sales that would make you throw up. But what are some things that people are doing to win in today's environment? The number one thing that I see people doing to create better success for themselves is playing the long game. And, and mm. that, that's a buzzword these days too, right? It's like, it's a buzz statement, right? Play the long game. You know, everybody can talk about it, but it's, this is a, like a radical commitment to yourself, your growth, ultimately the success that you want to have. And it's a difficult one because you can easily make a million bucks and, and a vertical that pays well and 
uh, you know, fast and furious environment. But I'm going to tell you right now that like the following year, if you're not at quota for the new quota that they gave you, they're going to fire you. And so you better make that million bucks count <laughs> and you better, better, better make it work for yourself. <laughs> or, or make it <laughs> yeah, last. Right, exactly. So, but <laughs> I, I think that the problem is, is that we, as a society in general, we've become very ingrained into instant gratification and ultimately conveniences. You know, so like you can just get on your phone and order food and it shows up at your house. You can get on your phone and, you know, go to a website that makes you feel happy about yourself. You can get on your phone and like see what your community is doing without having to go and get into it in the first place. There's just there's this disconnect ultimately around like what we've created and and salespeople do that too, like crazy. So the ones that are actually like showing up, the ones that are actually playing the long game, the ones that are actually like out there because they care about people, about the outcomes, about what they're building. Those are the folks that I see having the most success, which means that they're intentional, they're present, and they're good stewards. And that's what really makes a rebel. Yeah. And I mean, I know that playing the long game is something that doesn't come easy for a lot of salespeople because there's pressure, there's quotas, there's, you know, commission. Um, and frankly, a lot of salespeople aren't that patient. Uh, I know myself included patience is something that never came naturally to me and I still have to practice on a regular basis. Um, so how, how does a seller play the long game and not, you know, get frustrated or become unemployed in the process? Yeah, uh, this is going to be, uh, this is going to be blunt. If you have an employer that doesn't believe in you, doesn't believe in the long game and doesn't allow you to cultivate and build relationships inside of what it is that you're doing, then quit that job. It's a pile of shit. And, and the thing is, is that like more sellers need to think like this because what happens is, is we, we wear golden handcuffs. We work for these big, fancy, sexy organizations that sell these big, fancy, sexy products. We think everything's okay. And then four or five years in, we're fired. And there's no long game playing that at all, period. So what sellers need to stop, stop doing is settling. That's what's happening. What settler, sellers need to start doing is finding the leaders out there. There's plenty of them out there. We coach some of them. I've met them vicariously. They're out there. There are plenty of leaders out there that are saying, like, I'll give a rep 12 months. Even when they're having a bad year four years in, I'll give them the year. I'll let them have that. I'll see what happens next year. Yeah, like that was how my dad rolled too. He'd always give you a year. If you had a bad year, it gave you like a redemption year, even if it cost him money, because he understood that if you stayed consistent and you continued to differentiate and change the game, that you would have success. And and so it's about the formula, but ultimately it's about the leader and the uh, you know that that holds the keys to the formula in the first place. Like go find the leaders out there that are willing to take a chance on you and bet. And but also like remember to own it, like. The thing is, is that we've become just in those same conveniences I talked about, like they affect us personally as well, too, to the point that like we do things like hesitate around following up with people or getting out of our comfort zone around like mm. a, an idea that we might have had that we just, yeah, I just haven't done that yet. Or like, hey, this person like emailed me a month ago. I've been thinking about what to say. Like, I, I honestly, I can't tell you how many times I've actually emailed a sales rep back. It's been too many to count, like literally hundreds uh, where I've said like, you know, hey, your message kind of sucked, but I do have a need for what it is that you're talking about. And uh, here's exactly what I need you to come back to me with. And I'll consider it and never heard from that person again. Or I like, got a follow up email that was like, 
they never read my response <laughs> and I'm just in some weird sequence. And so it's it, it, like really what's happened here is that like, because salespeople are so instant about everything and they are so like, if you're not buying, they're not really interested. Like you buying right now, mm-hmm. or you're going to take me through a sales cycle um, as the seller, not interested. You're not just like ready to whip out your credit cards. Like there's a lot of mindset shift that needs to happen for sellers, just the same too. So like finding good leadership, but ultimately, you know, like finding yourself and understanding that no good thing that has been worth doing in, in, in any instance of life has ever been like a snap of a finger and done. It is commitment to those things. And, you know, like whatever it is, like you can't climb Mount Kilimanjaro in a day. Like that's not a thing. And as a matter of fact, like you got to spend months leading up to it, like getting ready for it, just just to like prepare yourself. You you've got, and then you can go the hardcore route and spend years getting ready for it. You can do the whole thing, right? Like, but regardless, like there's a commitment to that. There's a commitment to all things in life, and we tend to take the shortcuts, and that's what sucks, and that's why sales sucks, and that's why salespeople suck. Yeah, it, and I love that answer because I think it it's you know I think something that sellers are starting to understand is like you got to be a little bit more diligent in where you decide to take a job. Right. And I get it. If you're like out of a job or recently laid off, like you're, it's tough. You're like, I just need a job. Right. But picking a leader that does, you know, play the long game. What are some things that you should be looking for as a seller to either weed out bad apples that you don't want to work for or, recognize places that are a good place to, to hold up your hat. Yeah. So I think the problem is, is that a lot of people see life in a very granular way when they like really look deeply into it. They see it as they have to make money to do anything. That's how people look at life. There's a really good documentary called The Alpinist. It's on Netflix. And, and if you haven't watched it, watch it. It's about a guy that at like 15, 16 years old, he figures out that he really likes climbing mountains and he never works for another human for the next however many years that he's alive and and thriving on this earth, right? He never works for somebody. He literally just climbs mountains. He he lives a life of fulfillment too. I want y'all to hear that. Like he doesn't have any money and that sucks, right? To an extent and some of us can't even imagine mm-hmm. that because because in some cases people listen to this like we're forced into situations like that in their life and not choosing situations like that. And that can be hard. It can cause some trauma for mm-hmm. you for sure, especially when you get older. But just watch this documentary. This this young man at a very young age decides like, I just want to be happy. Yeah. I want to be fulfilled and like takes control over his own life. And even though there are other people that like climb mountains better than him, right? Like other leaders, right? He never listens to them. He's never like, sure. He kind of like plays by the rules to an extent, but he also like does his own thing. And I really do think it applies ultimately. Like you can watch that and really think about, well, you know, what are you doing with your life and what kind of leaders are you surrounding yourself with? And are you using that as an excuse? Yeah, my boss sucks. And so I can't do anything, but I need money. And so I guess I have to stay in this job. Like it really hinders us. And I, I really do feel for the people out there that are that are listening to this and they say things like, dude, that's disconnected. I need a job. I have five kids. I have to pay the bills. Like that's there is no there is no question that like thing in life right now that most people are struggling with is manufactured and it has nothing really to do with that. Ultimately, like living a good, happy, and fulfilled life. It's 
It's this thing that we look at as no choice other than, and that's the problem. And I'm not, look, I'm not saying that we should all like, you know, throw our middle fingers in the air, stop working and all live in a commune together. That's a little too culty for me personally. Uh, but, but I am saying that there are ways around it that I'm living in ultimate freedom and have been for the last several years. And even when I worked for somebody else, I lived in ultimate freedom because even though I knew that my bosses didn't necessarily like what I did. What were they going to do? Fire the guy that was at seven hundred percent of his quota? Were they going to Were they going to fire me? No. So, so like, go out there and own that part of what it is that you're doing, and make it to where like there's nothing anybody can do but say yes to what it is that you want because you're the best. And it's really kind of like that perspective that I would give sales reps to think about. And and then ultimately, like, become your own leader through that. Even if you have a boss, like, in yourself through that process. And, and and look, the other thing is, is that, like, don't try to convince people to do it your way. Don't tell people, like, eh, I'm just not, I don't want to do it like that. And, like, you need to hear me out. Like, meet those leaders that suck where they are. And be like, yeah, I get it. You need me to do these calls. So I'm just going to turn my dialer and I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Don't do it like that. But like rebel in a way that that even though you're not doing exactly what you've been told to do, you're exceeding the outcome and expectation of what somebody desires. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I, I think that that gives sellers a lot to think about. Um, but I think the one thing to kind of add to that is you also got to earn the right, right? Like if you're at 700% of quota, then you can kind of have that sort of attitude, right? Um, But you got to earn the right and be the best at what you do to be able to walk that walk. So do it. (laughs) (laughs) All right. The only thing that's stopping you is you. It really is. I mean, I, I woke up one day, I was working three jobs still broke wondering what i'm doing and and i turned to the copier side of my life the sales side of my life and i said if i put everything into this basket i'll win because i believe in myself even though i was at the time struggling with depression and having a hard time with that i something deep inside of me still beckoned and called me to where i am today even and, and it showed me this vision of what I have today. So many years later, 17 years I've been in sales, dude. Yeah. All right. That's a crazy thought. And, but it beckoned me. It said, Dale, lay down yourself, die to who you are right now and become who it is you've been called to be. Like, hear that. Hear that call, y'all. We all have it. I'm just a dumb nerd out of Orlando, Florida. <laughs> that that sucks in life and figured out what makes him happy you know and and ultimately in the pursuit of that happiness i got better at life i got better at being dale i got better at supporting the people around me and and i i found where my true fulfillment lied yeah man uh it's always a pleasure having you on uh it it, it always you know, we never know where it's going to go when we have Dale on the show, but, um, it's always good. So if you did, if you didn't catch the most recent episode, we'll drop that in the show notes, Dale, any final thoughts? And then where can people get into your world? Oh man. Final thoughts are watch the alpinist. (laughs) (laughs) That'll, that'll, that, 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 that will literally rock your world and help you to see like that in most cases, uh, the people that watch it, they're like, man, I'm not truly living to my full fulfillment or the calling on who i am and that's so i have lead people with like hear your calling 
figure out what it is ultimately that you need to be doing right more than anything else. And, and yeah, you can find me everywhere. The internet, just type in Dale Dupree and Google or find me on LinkedIn, I'm the copier warrior there, just search Dale Dupree and I'm, you can get me on any social channel at sales rebellion or at Dale rebel leader. Awesome. Thanks, Dale. We'll include all the links in the show notes. If you enjoyed today's episode, please rise a review, share the show with your friends so we can help more sellers and sales leaders transform the way they sell. 